0: We are parents, we are doctors, we are first responders, teachers, and concerned citizens who have found ourselves at a crossroads. We see our freedoms being stripped away and we can no longer stay silent. We are millions strong, united in a thundering voice and imperative mission that cannot and will not be ignored. We are standing up for the basic human right to raise our own children, earn a living, And make our own medical decisions without the tyrannical overreach that has been forced upon us here in california across the country and around the world we are here to amplify the voices moving the needle bringing forth truth and provide education and resources with tangible tools and expert insights we are the unity project and this is our podcast i'm so excited to be joined once again by dr Chris Martinson, the Dr. Chris Martinson, a man who needs no introduction, uh, who also happens to be on our strategic advisory council and is doing incredible work. Uh, so Chris and I were talking the other day and it seems to me that Chris, Dr. Chris Martinson and I have something very much in common. It looks as though we have offended the Vimeo gods and we are both put in the penalty box because Vimeo apparently is now the arbiter of truth. Um, so I went back and, uh, Chris, I think for the sake of this conversation, because I need to understand who I'm talking to uh, and Mm -hmm. what you have done to to get yourself in the penalty box, I actually went back and took a look at the terms of service for Vimeo. So I thought I'd read them really quickly, uh, and then we'll dissect what you did to get yourself um, in so much trouble here. So it says... something that contains false or misleading claims or uh, one about vaccine safety or two health related information that is a serious potential to cause individual or public harm. I imagine you probably um, did something to violate that. We know that um, Vimeo I'm sure is probably aligned very much with the Instagram, the uh, the Twitter and the Facebooks of the world. Let's see something that contains false or misleading information about voting or seeks to, seeks to obstruct voting, um, contains claims that are a real world tragedy did not occur. Number two, false claims that a violent crime or catastrophic, uh, a catastrophe, excuse me, has occurred or false or misleading information, including fake news, deep fakes, sure what deep fakes are maybe we should talk about that uh Mm -hmm. propaganda or unproven or debunked conspiracy theories and i will say i actually read something that i thought was really good um, that there's no such thing as conspiracy theories it's just people that are able to string patterns together probably more proficiently than most Um, Mm -hmm. and then lastly something that creates a serious risk of material or material harm to a person group or the general public or violates any applicable laws what did you do, Chris, to get yourself into this much trouble with Vimeo?
1: Oh, um, number one, number two, possibly that last one you read up. So let's start with number okay. one though. First up the context. I've right. uh, had I've had videos up on Vimeo since 2009, maybe 10, I forget. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I pay for it and I've been using them as a private video service. So for my subscribers at Peak Prosperity, we have things behind a paywall. So that first sentence you read where they said, we we want to prevent general mm-hmm. harm to the public. Well, we're mm-hmm. already in a gray zone here because this isn't the public. These are consenting people who are paying right. me to hear what I have to say and think and research about certain topics. So, mm-hmm. so really, honestly, this is a private membership. So Vimeo has mm-hmm. said, hey, we're going to charge you money. We'll let you set up a sandbox over here. Mm-hmm. But then we're also going to have to decide when, where, and how, you know, what's appropriate in that mm-hmm. sandbox. So... Uh, I fell afoul of number one. Also, number two, because I'm a data guy. Number two was the election that you're not allowed to cast any aspersions on elections. I'm like, whoa, right. whoa, let's be Americans. Of course, right. you can ask questions to verify. And right. they, whoever's in charge, has to,
0: by law, it, answer the the question. And they it, haven't done Isn't that. that what they do in Iran, right? I, I'm pretty yes. sure that that's uh, what they do in Iran, where they're like that you have an election, but no one's allowed to to ask any questions about it. Okay.
1: Correct. Yeah, it's very much an authoritarian move. And it's not even remotely how it should be running. And by the way, that's not a partisan statement. I know Vimeo is taking it in a very partisan way, but it's not. It really honestly pocks on both houses for not giving us after all these years of very deep questions that honestly, statistically, impossible results year after year after year after year, after year right? And mm-hmm. both both parties are complicit in it because neither one has made it platform number one to fix that, you know, and so you have to assume they don't want it to be fixed. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But Vimeo has now decided that they're on the side of saying, we don't want anybody questioning these elections at all. And they have some greater Mm -hmm. good philosophy, right? That's the whole thing behind vaccines. Like, it's for the greater good that we're going to prevent people from hearing anything that might cause their poor little heads to you know, yeah. explode or, you know, get questions right. or anything or, like that. So, or
0: question what they see right in front of them.
1: Correct. You wouldn't want to believe your own lion eyes, you know, none That's of that right. stuff. Right. Yeah. So, fundamentally, what Vimeo is, is it honestly, I only used it as a private server. You want to know why? Because they suck at being a useful content partner. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, at least you go to somebody like youtube uh, you know they have their own problems but at least they go out of their way to serve you up and make sure that they can help you build your audience vimeo never did that it was just a place to pay for play mm-hmm. right that's literally how i was using it so they come marching in thinking that they're just as important in a public sphere kind of a way as an instagram as a youtube but they're not these are private mm-hmm. videos and they fundamentally right. didn't understand you know and that's fine they're a company they can do what they want to do i'm here to say they kind of sucked at what they did, but this stepping into my private sandbox to tell me what I can and can't say within my mm-hmm. own business, which which that's their whole business model. Come step into this mall and you'll have right. a store in our mall. And then next thing yeah. you know, they're coming in saying, but we don't want any customers to come through our doors into your store. So, But mm-hmm. make it work, you know, it's just, it's just brain dead. So go woke, go broke, I think, you know, good luck yeah. to me, you know, they have a broken business model. Yeah, you know, so
0: we, our, our, um, crime that was committed was that early on, we had done a series of webinars and we we you know, video recorded them and we put them up on our website and so that anyone in the general public could access them. And they were interviews with Dr. Malone. We actually probably had several interviews with you. And we mm-hmm. were talking about really early indications of what was happening, um, with the vaccines and, and we're seeing, you know, all these vaccine injuries. We actually had uh, one interview with Dr. Kirk Milhan and Dr. Robert Malone talking about the uh, rise in myocarditis and the concerning nature that he was seeing uh, in the pediatric population, right? And we were t- we were had them Vimeo actually went directly onto our website and took those uh, took down our videos. So of course we had to quickly retool and and get them up under a different type of um, program. But uh, that's what we did. That was our crime. Was that we were apparently spreading misinformation, which is again, we know we could we could talk ad nauseum about this, right? I mean, this is it's it's such an unbelievable overreach, and I I just find it so troubling what's happening right now in in every aspect, whether it's it's mainstream media, whether it's social media, and I almost feel like social media is probably more disturbing sometimes than than uh, mm-hmm. mainstream media because. It seems like social media has become the town square, right? And and I think you and I were talking offline about this. When Vimeo does this, they put themselves in an editorial position, correct?
1: It's true because they're saying, we support this framing, but not this framing. We'll allow people mm-hmm. to say things this way, but not that way. That's editorial, right? So, mm-hmm. hey, if you want to run the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal or you know, NPRs, you know, programming, whatever you want to do, you, that editorial slant does put you in the publishing role. And this is a big problem for somebody like Vimeo, because they're over here hiding behind the liability shield of something called the Section 230 of the Communications and Decency Act, which basically says, look, if you're a platform provider, we can't hold you responsible for everything people say. But you right. can't be in the business of publishing your own content. Now, right. this gets a little, you know, wonky, but I'm going to say that I think There's both positive publishing, I write something, I put it out there, Mm -hmm. but if I'm in Vimeo's position, there's negative publishing where I remove a whole Mm -hmm. block of voices and only leave the other voices. That's effectively the same thing. There's a sin of commission, but also Mm -hmm. a sin of omission that can be committed here. And that's what they've done. They've taken a very strong editorial stance that by the way, is anti-science. Everything I do, I back up with numbers, with papers. If new data comes out, I'll change my mind. Mm But all I did in one of these things that they said strike Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. I reviewed the CDC's own data, which then ran afoul of two of the rules. One, you can't contradict, you know, the CDC or the WHO. And two, you can't say that vaccines are not as good as or are weaker than or um, than natural immunity. So that was it. They said you couldn't say that natural immunity is stronger than vaccines. Like, well. Actually, the CDC says that now. So what are you going to do? Right.
0: Right. I mean, that's the problem. You know, it's so funny. We had, um, uh, we posted, we went to the California.gov website. And as you know, we went over all those crazy bills that are happening in in California. And we took an excerpt from one of the bills straight off of California.gov website, posted on Instagram. And we were told that we were going to be canceled permanently for misinformation. And it's, (laughs) it was verbatim language off of the california.gov website we we contested and of course you know we're still we're still on instagram but um th- this is this is so scary right what's happening
1: well it is and we know now laura that the government, because we, we see the the suit by Schmidt and Landry out of Missouri mm-hmm. and, and Louisiana, they've, mm-hmm. the attorneys general, they've sued into the discovery process to look at very specific uh, Biden administration officials, including Fauci, and as well as social media companies to say, what were you all talking about? Because they had plenty of data and there were whistleblowers coming out saying the government was leaning in on these companies saying, mm-hmm. suppress that actually hit that person in the case of some mm-hmm. particular individuals and <clears throat> support this kind of stuff. Now, this is what they wanted to do because right. they had this greater good philosophy. That's fine. The government can be as crazy as it wants to be, but it can't violate. And by the way, this isn't the 15th or the 14th and three quarters amendment. Right. Amendment, right? amendment, first amendment, first amendment, first amendment. So we know okay. that the government was busy violating that and this is where I have to question if I'm going to question, listen, I, we could go to town on the so called the sensors, the people behind the <laughs> scene, I like to go to the right. people behind the scene. so I look them up, and the sensors behind the scene at Vimeo deeply unqualified to weigh in on anything medical there's not a single doctor on there there's nobody even with a science background there's a guy with blacksmithing somebody who used to work at etsy <laughs> is the director of the whole shebang right somebody's you know got a, a degree in german <clears throat> that's the that's the nature of what we're up right. against right basic you know non-qualified people weighing in all right so that's fine but you know the people i think really really ought to be have their are the, you know shaken by the scruff here where were the lawyers on this? Internal counsel right. to Vimeo. If you're listening right. to this, I'm talking to you. You should have been sitting down. That's your job as internal counsel to go, listen, I hear you. And I know there's a lot of pressure coming from the White House and, and from other you know high-end agencies. And it's kind of sexy to be part of the team. But mm-hmm. if we cross that line, we're going to expose our shareholders, our bondholders to extraordinary risk. Because if it turns out that a change of administration comes in and they peer back and we were in cahoots violating the First Amendment, that is a corporate death moment, potentially, right? That's right. And we did that knowingly. So where's counsel? Usually counsel, I trust, you know, lawyers are great at a lot of stuff, but they're really good at saying, no, we shouldn't do that. I don't know where their counsel was on this. It seems foolish to expose yourself to the liability of saying, we took a position. If that position is wrong, we could be exposed. We're possibly at risk of running out of the section 230 shield and we might, we might be violating the first amendment as well. Right.
0: Well, and and that's a really good point because I mean, look, I think a lot of this stuff happens, um, without even getting a review from, from legal counsel. I think a lot of these, um, I don't know who these people, the blacksmiths and the Etsy directors or whatever they are, who are, who are sitting, you know, with total anonymity behind the screen, um, saying that they're the, the arbiter of truth and they're, they're the gatekeepers of what's everything good and not, and not good. Um, I think they're, they're, they're out there probably acting, um, somewhat autonomously in the sense that they're sitting behind their desk and they're just making these decisions. But at some point it has to bubble up to legal counsel, right? At some point it gets there. And so the question is when it gets there, what is their response? And, and like you were saying, you would think, um, based on all of their legal training that they would understand this is a bad, bad move on the part of Vimeo. And they would go back and issue some type of an apology and reinstate the account. Like you said, it's not, it's not your preferred method anyway, because it's not, it's just not a quality, um, you know, uh, platform for you to use, but you would think at some point, well, like, when does common sense, when does, beyond common sense, okay, beyond common sense, when does adherence to the law start to kick in, right?
1: Well, not yet is the answer <laughs> to that, but you're, it's a great question because I, I think you're right. My, my judgment mm-hmm. would be, I'm going to guess, you're right. There's somebody sitting behind a desk, somehow, you know, the account bubbles up to their perception i think real Mm -hmm. people looked at it because i got emails Mm -hmm. from real people saying here's what you violated and i said hey it's all backed up by data can you please tell me exactly what was you know a foul of your Mm -hmm. science you know thresholds and of course you get no answer to that right they don't deign they don't owe you an answer ever right so much for customer service but um Mm -hmm. i do believe that you're right I, i can only imagine that somebody was reading this going this guy isn't saying stuff that it makes me feel uncomfortable i'm getting that squishy feeling you know like there's just like their belief system got trounced and they got a little emotional and you know they hit the delete button i think that's what's happening here i don't believe there's a lot of critical thinking you know we can run this conversation out to what an indictment of our scholastic system or you know what do you have to do how many things have to go wrong for a whole department of people to not understand that they're defending science by trashing science that they can't understand that You know, they're declaring that they have to, we all have to have complete obedience to the same institutions that just failed us so comprehensively, right? I have to, I can't contradict the WHO. These were the people saying we shouldn't stop flights from Wuhan in January of 2020 because that might be racist, right? Right. That's not even remotely what is called for in the WHO framework. I mean, I've, I've read their pandemic response. It doesn't say, you know, we should really try and slow this thing down unless... There's a perception of being racist. Then we should just let this, <laughs> right. we should let this bug run wild. You know, it's yeah. at any rate. So the CDC's made mistakes. The WHO's mm-hmm. made mistakes. And by the way, science doesn't start at the top and boil down, right? right. It always comes from the bottom up. So they're fundamentally mm-hmm. anti-American, anti-logic, anti-science. They're authoritarian. Mm-hmm. And on that basis, I I would like to say I wish them well. But I honestly, is <laughs> an aging platform. It's kind of run poorly and, you know, there's a lot of competition. So if anything, counsel or maybe marketing ought to be going, you know, there's this weird phenomenon where these so-called objective truth tellers like Rogan are gaining a lot of followers. That's right. And our platform seems to be dying on the vine. What should we do about that? Right. And somehow they can't connect the dots. So that's fine. Listen, businesses fail all the time, but mostly Because of a, a profound lack of strategy, and that's what I think is on display here.
0: Sure. No, it's it's clear like that. It's that it's a profound lack of strategy. But I also think you know it's just um, it, it goes it goes so far into um, t- to your point, just egregious violations. And and I and I should you know clear the not clear this up, but but be clear in saying this isn't a political thing, right? Like you're not approaching right. this from a um you're posting something and you and you are are pushing this very conservative, specific viewpoint. Um, this is nothing to do with politics. This has everything to do with um, asking critical questions, dissecting information, expecting transparency, um, trying to display the truth, and um, being persecuted for it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, well, we've we've been on the same side of that table more than once, and, Uh, You know, no good deed goes unpunished. But, you know, honestly, the the people who got this most right, objectively, in terms of early treatments and which ones would work and when and how you would apply them, they got persecuted. The doctors Mm -hmm. and nurses and parents who tried to stand up for fundamental rights that hadn't been taken away. Those rights, you know, rights are rights. Privileges can be taken away. Rights can't be taken away. You have to rewrite the law. And so, but even despite that, we saw people get trampled for exercising Mm -hmm. their rights. And so once Mm -hmm. you start to detect that there's that, that that not just that it's happening, but that there's somewhat widespread acceptance for it, Mm -hmm. that's where you start. That's where, at least for me, you know, my hair starts to stand up on the back of my neck because now we got to get all historical and we peer back through history and we say, wow, every other time that's happened, this has not been a good period of history, right? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Witch
1: trials yeah. and not actual Nazis out of Germany and you know you name it, but these things have happened before, and that's kind of the that demonization and that canceling and the righteousness of these people. We don't owe you an explanation. Delete. You are in the right. wrong. Really, that's fascinating. You know, Etsy worker. So right. so they're on the wrong side of history, and and I think you know that's going to be revealed mm-hmm. within time. Right. But I'm glad we're recording this now, because you know, we get to we get to sort of put our put this mark in the sand and say that was the moment yeah. where, you know, they they really went off the rails when they first took your videos down, that mm-hmm. you could just set a timer on mm-hmm. the relevance of that company from that point forward.
0: I, I agree. And, um, you know, look, I would love to see every person walk away from Vimeo that's using Vimeo as a result of this. And again, this isn't a, a right or left thing. It should be an American. Um, issue. Every single American that values the freedoms in this country that values their First Amendment rights um, should should think long and hard about what the actions are that Vimeo is engaging in. Um, Mm -hmm. So so other than being a uh, clearly a troublemaker causing yourself to get uh, taken down from Uh Vimeo, what, what have you been up to these days?
1: Well, canceling our PayPal accounts for the same reason. This is, I want to talk about maybe about the power that we all have. We always have this one power and that's the power to walk away, right? Mm-hmm. And to boycott in whatever ways we want to. So I am starting, like, it's this is a big thing within yeah. my company and, you know, we're putting out, I'm focusing a lot more these days on financial and energy information because mm-hmm. as bad as COVID was for a lot of folks, I believe the coming economic and financial missteps are going to hurt a lot more people. Um, yes, it's just, it's a I pretty, agree. pretty dire situation, but within that, you know, we still, the only way we can possibly exert our power here is not to, I don't think, you know, storm the capital and do all that stuff. It's, it's yeah. to simply withdraw our consent from this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to like Vimeo, but I've withdrawn my consent. I'm going to make a little stink about it. And I'm going to let people know why I think it's a bad company and they can Mm -hmm. make up their own minds, but not going to use PayPal because they instituted that $2,500 penalty for misinformation, which oops, oh no, an intern released that by accident. No, just kidding. We meant it. And they call it a fine now. Um, And so, you know, again, I don't want, I just, this whole I think big tech, we have to admit, has gone way off the rails, and I'm going to include most of Silicon Valley in this and that whole Mm -hmm. bro culture that they got. It's very toxic, and they create things that fundamentally, I mean, if we had a whole longer conversation, we talk about the damage these things are doing to kids and their dopamine (sighs) pathways, and they do it on purpose and very knowingly, and it's extremely toxic, and I don't ever see them go, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this.
0: They don't care, I, right? We I swear we should we absolutely should have a podcast about this, Chris. That what you just said about the cell phones and about social media and having that in in kids' brains and what they're doing. Honestly, it is in my opinion one of the most dangerous things that has happened in the last decade to human society. Um it is literally changing the brain chemistry of of children.
1: It is. And teenagers is. and
0: probably some adults. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say what you will, but President Xi, almost a year ago, mm-hmm. limited the children's of Chinese children's mm-hmm. access to any sort of online stuff to, I think, like an hour a week yeah. or something. Anyway, severely right. limited it because they took a look at mm-hmm. it and said, oh, this isn't good. And we don't want yeah. that sort of damage to accumulate because that's right. not good for society and you have to deal with the damage later, all of that. So it's, mm-hmm. But again, these are people who do this, Laura, they do this knowingly. Yeah. they They run... They have psychologists, like we saw Uh in terms of the misinformation, the sins of omission, commission, we saw that Australia, UK, US, Canada, all were running nudge units, some of them out of the military. Mm -hmm. And the nudge unit's Mm -hmm. whole job was to make people do something. In this case, it was to have vaccine adoption or to Mm -hmm. accept lockdowns or to blindly you know you know shun their neighbors and friends and colleagues and family right. if they were if they weren't doing the right things and they use these psychological techniques with extraordinary power and precision and i didn't see a single one of them at the time
0: say you know maybe we shouldn't be doing this right right
1: they oh, did no it. it's it's and,
0: very intentional it's 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 absolutely yeah. intentional wow so okay so, so it's psychotic
1: so so we got to withdraw our consent from that so like yeah, yeah no no good no good mm-hmm. so
0: have are you anyway. uh, have you have you written anything lately Are you are it's rumor has it that you you have a book or you were writing a book did, uh, yeah, I, did, I, make it, did I make that rumor up
1: <laughs> so so this is the original version of the book this is the crash course this came out in 2011 okay. it's okay. published by wiley and i just i just rewrote it so it's a revised edition. It's coming out in february
0: Awesome. <clears throat> so
1: that's on pre-ordered Amazon. Of course, I'm making right. videos every single week and I, I run yeah. peakprosperity.com. So uh-huh. um constantly making content because this is uh one of the most extraordinary moments to be alive, and there's so much that has to be understood. That that's my job. I, right. I drink from the fire hose and I distill it. So
0: right. You know, and, and thank God people. for people. Well, thank god for people like you, because it's it's really important and it is an extraordinary time to be alive. Um, sometimes I have moments where I feel like, wow, this is—it's almost extreme times of despair. Um, but then I, you know, you, you I, I get regalvanized, and um, I do think that that we are changing the the trajectory of what's happening in this country. Uh, it certainly feels like an uphill battle, but it, it's critically important that people understand. Look, I, everyone knows this. If we could stop what's happening with the suppression of of our freedom of speech, we wouldn't. You and I wouldn't be having these conversations. Um, I don't even know that that you and I would know each other. But probably the biggest tool that they have used is um, this suppression of freedom of speech, which is mm-hmm. why um, you and I felt it was so important to talk about what happened with regard to Vimeo, because they are a part of this new landscape that we find ourselves in. And with regard to, to PayPal, I will tell you, um, I actually was about ready to order photos. I had these family photos that I wanted to get printed. And there's this local photo shop in, in my town. And um, you can like order the photos online and then pick them up. Well, in order to pay for them, I had to do it using PayPal. So I have not ordered my photos because I refuse to use PayPal. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. People need to stop, um, supporting organizations like this. And I really, really firmly believe that people should take a long, hard look at their user agreement with Vimeo and decide whether or not they want, um, out of, you know, whether it's sake of convenience, um, or, or whatever other factor it might be, uh, whether or not they want to continue to contribute to allowing companies to strip away our first amendment uh, rights, our free speech. Yeah, to treat, to treat
1: us, they're abusive. They're, they're mm-hmm. fundamentally abusive. I think what would yeah. set you and me and your organization, my organization part is I fundamentally trust people. I figure people are intelligent. You have your own life. It's mm-hmm. complicated. I don't know anything about it, really. So I can give you some information that I've condensed. You can do the mm-hmm. same in reverse, trusting that, hey, I'll make the best decision I can with it. You will too. Right. These folks, the authoritarians, uh-uh, they trust themselves, right. but they're worried about other people. Hurting themselves right. with your misinformation, so it's right. very, it's very dismissive, it's contemptuous, and it, it's fundamentally very unsavory to me right. because I'm a, I am a free speech absolutist. I believe that you have the right and I have the right to say anything we want, and it, even yeah. if it's objectionable and causes some you know emotional mm-hmm. reaction, that's fine. That'll happen. Right. But really bad, stupid ideas don't go anywhere, right? right. They just die on the vine, and mm-hmm. so that's how we curate and get better as a culture. But these people are fundamentally saying, no, we have to freeze that and we'll wait for some committee to decide what the right answer is. And, you know, as we wait for that, if these committees were that smart, how come, you know, we had to run down our strategic petroleum reserve? How come they printed 20 trillion extra dollars in a couple of years and drove inflation through the roof? How come Mm -hmm. there's no insects anymore outside? There's a lot of things we could look around and go, if these experts are so good, why is all this happening, you know?
0: Right. And
1: so- you know, to me, this is the time we should be questioning more than ever. And the good news is, hey, we don't have to use PayPal. Turns out there's, you know, that constriction they put sure. on all these other sort of opportunities. And yeah. there's new companies coming up that are dedicated to free speech. I love what Rumble just did. France said, you have to take these videos down or you can't play here. And they said, bye, France. You know, yeah. we're not doing I, I, that. That's yeah, great move. You,
0: you got to go, you got to go to the options. And, you know, what's interesting too is I think, um, what's happened in society, especially, especially over the last couple of years is we've taken and we've created, um, a, a human psychology, uh, in society where we have people that now have permission to govern other people. So, you know, you referenced that you looked up the, the profiles of the people that are, that are working at Vimeo, or right? you've got someone who has, you know, his or her hobby is, is blacksmithing, right? So you've got this person who, You know, is not qualified at all to have um, certainly to weigh in in any professional capacity on the science or the data behind what's happening as it relates to the pandemic. But but what they have is this moniker that they now wear of someone who is able to police everyone else, right? And that almost is is the real virus that's that's running rampant in human society, at least here in the United States, probably globally too.
1: Well, don't you feel important and powerful when you, you know, have that power over? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just yeah, small people with power is a bad combination. But I must have misspoke because that guy didn't have blacksmithing as a hobby. He studied it in college.
0: Oh, so sorry. (laughs) I stand corrected.
1: I hope yes. I hope he didn't pay 58,000 a year for that, you know, right. cuz you can intern for well, that for free. Um, well, you know, can you a,
0: imagine well, flip flip the, the script on that though. Can you imagine how irritated that person would feel if they had videos that they had put out on blacksmithing and the, the various techniques and you as a doctor and scientist, not a blacksmith, said, "I think, you know, he said something that's misrepresented. We need to take those down." Right?
1: Do you know blacksmithing outraged. releases particulate matter that, that can harm people's lungs, I wouldn't want people getting the idea that they should blacksmith. You're right. We could we could do mm-hmm. that. So well we're 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 having this conversation just literally the day after the elections. What what's the mood on your end over there?
0: Gosh, I I don't even know what to say. I was I um you know look we don't usually talk about politics here at the Unity Project, but but I will say um when Fetterman won, I think I just stopped watching. I'm not <laughs> sure how you can yeah. have someone who's who's not even a sentient human being um and somehow win an election it it's it's something's gone horribly awry let's say that
1: let's let's say that i watched people <laughs> on twitter sort of defending that whole thing and they came out with the tropes like oh you're an ableist and these ableists are saying you know and not being sensitive to this gentleman's you know Cognitive difficulties. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me tell you what the messaging here is. Would you accept this person as the sole pilot of the jet that right. you're on? No. Yeah. How about is your surgeon? No, probably not. Right. How about is your 250 dollars an hour business consultant? Probably not, right? But senator, how about is oh, your oh, child's?
0: <laughs> how about how about is your child's tutor for second grade math? You, I mean, l- l- I mean, we can take it even down lower than than you know right. jobs that require.
1: Think of the sub message under that, Laura, though. It is, mm-hmm. we care so little about your vote that we'll put right. this guy in and he's probably overqualified for the position of senator because even that position doesn't actually really matter. Right. That's the subtext of this. But there were people willingly, gleefully going, well, at least he's not Mem- Mehmed Oz who is somehow connected to Trump. So therefore, I am mean, you know, there are people positively saying yes. Right. And we're very yeah. excited by him being elected. But I'm just like, the messaging under that is pretty dark because it's fundamentally saying you don't matter.
0: That's right. Yeah, and and not only do you not matter, but um, we just believe that the American people are um, so uh, what's the what's the adjective that I'm looking for? I was going to say vapid, but you know that are that are just so um, either detached or ill-equipped to to um, express their, um, own express their, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Chris, to express how they want to engage in governing this society as we as, as is designed in the constitution that they're willing to put a person. And I genuinely mean that when I say he is literally not a sentient human being and expect that that is not just an incredible insult to the American people. And it's, it's it was pretty shocking to me. After that, I just, I, I stopped watching, so.
1: Well, maybe that's the point. The point is, it is demoralizing, and maybe that is mm-hmm. the point. It's like, we, we don't yeah. want people feeling like, like they have some agency in this story. And, and that's really, that's, right. that's the fundamental thing. And it loops all the way back to what, say, any censorship we might experience on any platform it's you're disempowered completely there's nobody yeah. to call there's nobody on the other end of the line it's just this right. ruling from you know the wizard behind the curtain and mm-hmm. you can't appeal it really and, and if right. you do you don't know what happens to it so it's it's very 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 dismissive contemptuous disconnected and right. abusive fundamentally well
0: and it is and it, because god forbid you actually question anything like say something like well you know um one of the one of the team members here at unity project went to vote yesterday And she sent a message to our group text and said, you know, I guess I can't vote right now because uh, all the machines are down. Right. And, but they did offer to take my, my ballot and they would just put it in the, in the mailbox, you know, wink, wink. Right. And Mm -hmm. God forbid you question that you're, you're, Told that you're racist. You're told any number of of things that have nothing to do with your ability to be genuinely invested and engaged in the the democratic process that we have. That, by the way, is an incredible privilege here in the United States, and one that we should all um, actively engage in and make sure that that we are protective of. Right. And so it's actually almost our duty to question uh, and make sure that we have election integ- integrity right but but right now if you ask about those things my gosh you're you're called every name in the book
1: well so. of course and you can that's somebody's strategy and by the way i've talked with people who are who are blockchain experts and they say oh gosh mm-hmm. give me a team of four people in about 2 weeks and i can design you a completely secure totally verifiable election system it's completely possible the fact that we have these machines that have known vulnerabilities which are not vulnerabilities are complete Mm -hmm. security failures and we've known Mm -hmm. about them since 2004 and they are unpatched unfixed some of these things have been proven to connect to servers in different countries Mm -hmm. i mean it's just like Mm -hmm. so bizarrely like you're you're supposed to accept that right it's kind of like you know if somebody yeah walked up to your house and took a knife out and cut your 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 rug in your foyer in half and then mm-hmm. just put the knife in their pocket and everybody said, What are you making a fuss about that for? That's just you got to accept that. You know, that's just right. That's how it is. That's what but that this... person does. You know?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you just you just you just got to accept it. You got to look the other way. You know, it's it and it, and this again, it to me, this is going to sound strange. Maybe it won't to you. But to me, I don't see this as a political issue. I don't see this as it's a not. conservative versus Democrat issue. Um, it doesn't it, to me, it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum. Every American should be extremely invested in and want the most um, transparent election system by state uh, that's humanly possible. And so it's it's unfortunate because it, it has become so politicized when it really actually isn't a conservative issue. It's not solely something that, that, that conservatives should be concerned about. This is an all-American issue.
1: It is, and, and you know, I heard it expressed really well once I've interviewed a lot of election integrity experts, and, and they say, look, when you have an 11% approval rating for Congress and a 95% re-election incumbent rate, that's where you know the problem that you have right and there's all sorts of different tricks they use there's the gerrymandering and the vote rigging and the tabulators that break mysteriously or you know and we have enough examples to say the whole system is shot through and it's broken we know that right Mm -hmm. and but that's why it's just so galling if you go to one of these places and you have to slip your your ballot in usually on the side there's a little sign and it says every vote counts and you know Mm -hmm. that's not true some count more than others (laughs) some don't go
0: counted at all especially when you're dead but um
1: exactly (laughs) exactly so this all can be fixed but to me it's it's all part of this one giant integrity issue that we're just lacking like this is where the country needs to come back to and that's why i do what i do around covid and around the economic stuff and why you do what you do i'm sure is because we have to start having these conversations i'm all done with people telling me i'm not allowed to have these thoughts in my pretty little head right? right oh no you know, not until the New York Times tells you that's a legit issue, right? Screw right. that, right? It's time for us to stand up, make noise because I think this is it, Laura. I think yeah. this is for all the marbles. I think this is one of those moments in time. hundred years people look back and go, "Oh, they went that way. Wouldn't it have been mm-hmm. great if they went that way? Or vice versa. I
0: totally agree. this 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 right here is a defining moment in history. Um, and how and, and how we react right now and what we do, That will that will chart the course for the future, and will also be looked upon historically as a benchmark. Right? We either get this right, or it goes horribly wrong. I couldn't agree with you more. Exactly. So thanks for joining us today. All right, everyone, follow. It's been great being here. Uh, everyone should follow Dr. Chris Martinson. If you're not, I feel like everyone already is, but everyone should, we'll link, um, your peak prosperity podcast in our, uh, in this, excuse me, this, uh, podcast, and we will also link it on our website and everyone look out for his book that is, uh, coming out in February from all of us at the unity project. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope to continue producing content that amplifies voices, strategies, and resources. Please keep in mind that the Unity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of our generous supporters to fuel the work we do in this movement. If you value our efforts, please consider making a tax deductible contribution today by visiting our website at www.unityproject.com and clicking the donate button. We very much appreciate your continued support and confidence without which our work wouldn't be possible.